bringing hope to many around the globe, transforming lives into legacies. Live in Word with Pastor Mensah Otobil. And now, today's word. So, the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of God is the illuminator of the Word of God. What does He do? The Bible says He shows us the things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. So, what does He show us? The things of God. When the Holy Spirit illuminates the Word of God, He does not show us things in general, but He shows us the things of God. He, he brings illumination so we can know God better. We can understand Him better. He wants us to understand the nature of God and the power of God. He shows us the things of God. So when people become so obsessed with Satan that every so-called revelation they have is about Satan. This is how Satan is. That's how Satan is. That's how Satan works. And every, every deep new revelation is focused on Satan. You have to question it. Because the Holy Spirit does not illuminate the work of Satan. He illuminates the things of God. He illuminates the things of God. And, uh, you know, sometimes you, you can have all kinds of people who say, well, I used to be this and I went to the underworld and, and Satan and I saw this and I saw that and I saw that. You have to be very careful because the devil is the father of all lies. Be careful when somebody says, I used to be a fetish priest and this is what I learned and I'm coming to teach you Christians. Be careful. Because the devil is the father of all lies. He lies to himself and to his disciples too. He never teaches the truth. So what they learned there was not the truth. And be careful because it can undermine your faith. When people become so obsessed with revelation that does not show us the things of God, we have to question that illumination. Because illumination is the Holy Spirit showing us the things of God. The things of God. That's what we see in the Word of God. Secondly, He shows us what God has given to us freely. He shows us who we are in Christ, what God has prepared for us, the things that have been freely given to us by God. He shows us what we can do in Christ. When you receive illumination of the Holy Spirit, it will never produce fear in your heart. It will produce faith in your heart. Illumination of a scripture will not make you read your Bible and now be afraid of Satan's power or demonic activity and, and go through your life just afraid. Illumination of the scripture will make you know who you are in Christ because the Holy Spirit will help us to know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Be careful when you go to a meeting and some of you, you know, come here and thank God you come here, but you also have other places you go to and I'm not against you going to other places, but be careful when you go to other places where every revelation, so-called, is putting fear in you. Be very careful because that's not God. 
and I'm going to show you that by the time I'm, I'm through. That's not God. The Holy Spirit is going to show you the things of God. It's going to show you who you are in Christ. It's going to show you authority in Christ. It's going to show you your power in Christ. It's going to show you the victory you have in Christ. Not show you that this is against you and that is against you and that is right after you and if you don't do this, this will happen and put your, your whole life is confused and fearful. That is not illumination from the Holy Spirit. It's not illumination from the Holy Spirit. Thirdly, he sh what he shows us agrees with the word. What he shows us agrees with the word. Jesus says he will take of what is mine and show it to you. Jesus is the word. He will take of what is mine and show it to you. You cannot have an illumination that contradicts the word of God. And many times people read the Bible and say they have received a revelation from God. But when you examine it closely, you realize that it does not agree with the teachings of Jesus and it doesn't glorify Jesus. Jesus says when the Holy Spirit comes, he will take off mine and show it to you and he will glorify me. So if it's an illumination of the Holy Spirit, it must point to Jesus and it must glorify Jesus. It must glorify him. So for example, when somebody says they have a new revelation that teaches that a man of God can live in sin and still be approved of God, you have to question that illumination because it doesn't agree with scripture. For if a new revelation elevates the words and actions of the preacher above the written word of God, you have to question it. When, when a preacher says, this is what the Holy Spirit has revealed to me and it doesn't matter whether it's in the Bible or not because this is a revelation of the Holy Spirit. It can't be the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit agrees with the Word of God. Doesn't contradict the Word of God. There's no illumination that cancels the Word of God. There's no man of God, woman of God, boy of God, girl of God, no prophet, senior prophet, junior prophet, minor prophet, Major prophet, chief prophet, has the power to contradict the word of God. So if they say that this is a revelation, and by the way, the re word revelation is wrong. They should have said illumination, but let's forgive that. Uh, but they say, this is a revelation. God just spoke to me. And it may not be in the Bible, and I don't care. If anybody says that, be very careful because they are not speaking by the Holy Spirit. If it is the Holy Spirit, he would take of what is from Jesus and show it to us. That's what Jesus said the Holy Spirit would do. That's what he said he would do. Illumination of the scripture does not contradict the written word of God. The Holy Spirit's illumination of the scriptures conforms to the total revelation of the scriptures. The psalmist prayed, Psalm 119 verse 8, open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things from your word. Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things of the word. It means that I can, I can read the word and not behold the wondrous things. It takes the Holy Spirit to open my eyes to see the wondrous things of the word of God. 
In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 15 to 18, Paul prayed this very famous prayer that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that word enlightened is illuminated, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. When God opens my eyes, I'm not going to see the devil attacking me. I'm going to see the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. So when you hear somebody say, he sees in the spirit. Now, he says his eyes have been enlightened to see into the realm of the spirit. What is he seeing? The Bible says he should see the riches of the glory of the inheritance of the believer. Not who is doing you. <laughs> Not who is attacking you, but the riches of the glory of the inheritance of the believers in the saints. So what are the things that hinder illumination? Hindrances to illumination of the word of God. How, why is it that sometimes we read the Bible, but yes, we're reading, but nothing hits us. Sometimes people say, well, I read the Bible, but I don't even understand. I read the Bible, Pastor, the, the, the whole thing is like, like the, the whole Bible is just confusing to me. So it means that you're reading, but something is not kicking in. Something is not kicking. So what hinders illumination of the Word of God? I'm going to read uh, three passages of Scripture. First is Matthew chapter 15, verse 3 to 6. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 12 to 18. And then 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 4. So, let's look at Matthew. Matthew chapter 15, verse 3 to 6. This is Jesus having a discourse with the religious people of his time uh, who were picking and choosing which scripture to obey. And, and, and the Bible says, And he answered and said to them, Why do you also transgress the commandment of God because of your tradition? For God commanded, saying, Honor your father and your mother, and he who curses father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, Whoever says to his father or mother, Whatever profit you have received from me is a gift to God, then he need not honor his father or mother. Thus, you have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. I want you to note that first. You have made the commandment of God of no effect by your tradition. What, what he means is that you have taken the effect, the power from the word of God through your tradition. Second Corinthians chapter 3, verse 12 to 18. Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech. Unlike Moses, who put a veil over his head, face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away. But their minds were blinded. For until this day, the same veil remains unlifted 
in the reading of the Old Testament because the veil is taken away in Christ. But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their heart. Nevertheless, when one returns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image, from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. I wish I could do real justice to that passage, but I have to leave it as it is. I'll come to it another time. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3 to 4. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. In these three passages, there are three hindrances to illumination of the Word of God. Three hindrances why the, the light of the Word of God doesn't come. The first is when we make the Word of God subject to our lifestyles or to our culture or to our traditions. Jesus says that the people have made the Word of God by, of no effect because of their traditions. Sometimes we make our culture and traditions no-go areas for the Word of God. People would say, this is culture and that is Bible. Give to Caesar what is Caesar's. Give to God what is God's. Whatever that means. Because they have not properly interpreted that verse. Sometimes we pick and choose which part of the word is all right for us to believe and act on. And when we do that, we prevent the Holy Spirit from illuminating under our understanding when we encounter the scriptures. You know, many times we, we approach the word with a preconceived religious point of view. Verses we have heard over and over and over, read from Sunday school up to now, we, we already assume a meaning. And so when we go into the scripture, we are now putting our meaning on it instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to eliminate the word of God to us. And when you do that, you make the word of God of no effect. There is no lifestyle, no culture, no tradition that is superior to God's word. Not American culture and not Ghanaian culture. You cannot put the Bible aside when it comes to certain areas of your life. Sometimes people say, well, pastor, this is business. Let's put the Bible aside. This is culture. Let's put our Bible aside. This is what our fathers have taught us. Let's put the Bible aside. Now, how many times are you going to put the Bible aside? It means that you have determined what you can deal with and what you can deal with. You can, you've told God you have access to this area, but this area don't come here, Holy Spirit, because th this is my area. When we do that, 
There is no illumination. And sometimes we can come to church, read the Bible, but it doesn't do anything to us. You can read the Bible a thousand times and still have no illumination because that area has been shut. You've determined what is right. And you say, nothing from God can enter here. You, you are building a stumbling block to the illumination of the scripture. Revelation, inspiration, interpretation, illumination, application. Get a deeper understanding of God's word with God has spoken. A landmark teaching by Dr. Mensah Otebil on how to relate to the scriptures. When you're studying the scripture, the most important and the most authoritative basis for interpretation is the life and words of Jesus Christ. We are Christians, not Davidians. We are not Jeremiahites. We are not Paulites. We are not Abrahamites. We are not Mosesites. We are Christians. We are named after Jesus. Get your copies of God Has Spoken by Dr. Mensah Otebil. Available in five-pack audio series. Contact Auto Bookshop Christ Temple now. 233-302-688-000 or email autobookshop at centralgospel.com Thank you for listening to Living Word. To interact with Pastor Mensah Otebil, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Mensah Otebil. Email otebil at centralgospel.com or call Plus 233-302-688-000.